0: Hi, I'm Beth Sanders, and welcome to the City Nest Making Podcast. I work with citizens, city government, business and community organizations looking for practical ways to navigate the complexities of city life so they can better hear each other and make better cities for themselves as a result. In this podcast series, I explore two questions. Who do our cities need to be to serve us well? And who do we need to be to serve our cities well? I spent a lot of time on the sidelines of soccer fields watching my teenager play competitive club soccer. And I often think of one dad who would yell to his son on the field. The son was a strong player, but disengaged somehow from the game every once in a while. And the dad would bellow from deep within with a magical European accent, which I'm not going to try and do. He'd yell, Get involved! And this dad offered a message for the entire soccer field and citizenship. To be a part of making things happen, it is necessary to get involved. When your mates need and expect your participation, you need to be involved. When on the field then, stay involved. Take breaks, but remain aware. And when off the field, you get to sit and rest, take a break. You don't take a break while you're on the field. So get involved for me means pay attention. So keep your eye on the ball as well as the players with the ball, near the ball, and far away from the ball. Pay attention to all of the moving pieces that are in play. Get involved also means be prepared. Be prepared for things to change at any moment. Be ready to shift your position. Be ready to take a stance that allows you to move in multiple directions, in multiple ways at a moment's notice. Get involved also means respond. It means move and act as necessary with or without the ball. Move with the game's flow, the ball, the players on your team, and the other team. And fourth, get involved means reflect. Reflect on what works and what does not work. As the game unfolds, as well as afterwards. So get involved means being in the game while on the field. And the words denote a degree of engagement while in the game, rather than being a spectator. When you choose to play soccer, you are not a spectator on the field. You're a player. You're not there to watch. You're there to be playing the game and to play the game. You have to get involved. I've also come to understand that there are many games in play. So as I imagine the soccer fields of the city, I recognize that it is impossible for me to be a part of, let alone keep track of, every initiative or project that people undertake to improve our city. There are many games in play. So one of the questions I ask is, who is playing People across the city work to improve their city and we do this as part of our formal paid work as well as our unpaid work and there are four general categories of voices in the city that work to improve the city, each in their own way. First, the civic managers are the elected officials and staff who are responsible for looking after the public interest and there are our local government, our school boards, our health authorities. Second, there are the civic builders and developers, the people who build the cities we live in. They are developers, builders, contractors, whoever it is out there who's building the structures of our city. And most often, they are the business community. They're the innovators. And third, there are the civic organizations or the service organizations, not-for-profits, community organizations that serve as the city's conscience and culture. And fourth, there are the citizens, the individuals who live in our city, each with a unique perspective of the city. Each citizen needs from and offers to the city something different. So these four voices, they come from Marilyn Hamilton, and within and across these voices, there are myriad other voices present in the city. There are generations and ages, cultures and ethnicities, genders and orientations. The list goes on. So that's one of the questions I ask. Who is playing? Another question I ask is where are we playing? The work we do to improve the city we live in takes place at many scales, Some projects are relevant to specific areas of the city. For example, I'm more likely to get involved by picking up garbage in my neighborhood than in another neighborhood. I don't pay attention to many of the improvements others make in the city, but that does not mean I don't care. It means I pay attention to the things that are closer to my life experience. I trust that others, while they pay attention to the things that are closer to their experience, organize themselves to improve what needs improving around them. So the smaller the geography, the more likely I am to pay little attention to other geographies. What happens in my neighborhood catches my attention more than in another neighborhood. It's not that it's not important. It's not relevant to my experience of the city. And that may apply to geography. It may also apply to any areas of interest that I have. And then the third question that I ask is, what are we playing? Some projects and initiatives to improve the city involve specific groups of people, people with a shared culture or a shared interest. And depending on our interests, where we play in the city can change over time. For example, when I was a young mom with small kids, I volunteered with a neighborhood playgroup. My kids are now in their 20s, and I no longer volunteer in this way. I have a white body, and I choose to pay attention to local Indigenous Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter movements in my city. My attention has shifted. And people gather all over the city and between cities to work together to improve our economic, social, cultural, and ecological well-being. In ways that I am not aware of, people gather to take initiative and create projects of improvement. That's a way we play. I am aware of eight different roles I play while engaging in the city and communities around me. At the heart of these roles is the attention I pay to the potential topics of interest. There's a lot to pay attention to in my city, and I pay close, close attention to only a few topics. That is all I can do. In this, I trust that others are paying close attention to what I miss and that together we have it all covered. And the vast majority of topics I could pay attention to in the city receive little of my attention and select few get a lot of my attention. Building on that dad's call to get involved in the soccer game Here are eight roles I recognize in myself in terms of how I engage in the city and communities around me. Role number one is the less than spectator. In this role, I am oblivious to the events and initiatives around me. I am not connected to action to improve the city. I'm unconscious of the city's investments that serve myself and others, and I choose to not participate in community decision-making. I'm unaware of examples, even, of this role because I'm unconscious. The second role that I play is the uninformed spectator. I know that the game is happening in this role, but that is the extent of my awareness. Like the less than spectator, I do not take action to improve the city, I have a choice to make about being more informed or more involved. An example here is that I know that there's an initiative to improve waste disposal in my city, but I know no more than this. A third role that I play in my city is as the spectator fan. And as a spectator fan, I pay attention to events and I am informed. I'm an observer of the action. I have a choice to make again, about being more informed or involved or less. So for example, I know that we are building a new light rail transit line in the city. I choose to drive along the route to witness the construction and I monitor the construction timeline so I know when to expect to ride the new train. And I even chose to move to a new home within two blocks of a station. The fourth role is the spectator superfan. As a spectator super fan, I am invested in an idea or project, whether for or against. I am well informed, and the project is a part of my identity. I am an observer of the project with a great deal of intensity, and I have strong opinions. And again, I have a choice to make about being more informed or involved or less. So, for example, I pay a lot of attention to the transportation choices in my city and how we privilege the movement of cars over the movement of people. The fifth role I play is as a spectator analyst. As a spectator analyst, I am very informed. I'm an observer who shares insights about events. I have a choice to make about being more informed or involved or less. And an example for me of being a spectator analyst is when I watch what people say the purpose is for a meeting, and then I examine the design of the meeting to determine if the process aligns with the purpose. This is one of the things that I analyze. The sixth role that I play shifts to being a player rather than a spectator. And as a player, I'm actively working on the initiative, making decisions about a project and its implementation in real life. I am taking action and shaping the action we take as a team. And I also choose who to involve, who I want to play with. An example of when I played the role of a player was when I worked with a team of colleagues to engage people across my city to create an action plan for city government to foster mid-rise and medium density residential development in our city's older neighborhoods. The seventh role that I play is as a coach. And as a coach, I support the people in the field, on the field. I teach them about the plays and when to use them. I guide the action. I choose the players, who to develop, who will play where. I also choose to direct the play or support the players as they find their way together. So for example, I coached a team of city employees who were heading out to meet with groups of angry citizens. I taught them listening skills, how to handle angry people, designed a format for the meeting that would serve both them and the angry citizens well. And the eighth role that I play is as a manager. And as a manager, I play the game around the game, making sure we look after longer term interests. I guide the action and gather resources to support the action. I choose the coaches and work on relationships with other parties to ensure success. So for example, I led a team tasked with engaging my whole city about our vision for ourselves. I created a team to implement a vision to engage the four perspectives that I spoke about earlier and to reach citizens whose voices are rarely heard in city planning work. I crafted and held the primary question for our project. What choices do we need to make to be a healthy, urban, and climate resilient city of two million people that supports a prosperous region. I held the game around the game, making sure we look after longer-term interests. I've also learned that it's not necessary for me to be everywhere at once. And if you're at all like me, you may feel at times like everything important is what needs your attention. I've come to understand and trust that what has my attention is what needs my attention not what i think should have my attention or what i think others would think should have my attention i don't need to work on everything important to make a meaningful contribution what comes with this understanding is acknowledging that what has others attention is what needs their attention most of the time we don't need to have the same priorities we benefit Individually and collectively, from simultaneously addressing multiple challenges. If I do not need to be everywhere at once, I do need to consider the consequences of my actions and ask these questions How does my action to improve the city harm another's ability to improve the city? And how does improvement to me mean harm to others? And how do our efforts to improve the city align, and how do our efforts conflict? And what strategies can we use to mitigate the conflicts that inevitably surface in the city so that we can enable more broad improvements? So while we don't need each other to be everywhere at once, we do need to pay attention to the intersection of our efforts. As a spectator, I need to be aware of how the game has negative consequences for many. As a player, a coach, a manager, I need to be playing with the other teams, working on their initiatives to ensure that our efforts meet mutual needs. And when I play the role as the less than spectator, I need to hear how my life, how I live it, may harm others' abilities to improve the city. Whatever my level of engagement, I must always be open to feedback from others on any topic. Even if unintended, the consequences of my work, whether I'm paid or unpaid, are relevant. And at the end of the day, I choose when to be oblivious, when to be a spectator, and when to be actively contributing here are some questions for you to ponder after having listened to this episode where do you participate as a spectator in city life what are the initiatives or projects that you watch and where do you participate as a player a coach or a manager in city life So this might be the initiatives or projects that you're working on. And who appears to have competing interests? And how could we start working together to meet mutual needs? Thanks for listening to the City Nest Making Podcast. If you'd like to further explore city nest making and who we need to be to make cities that serve us well, check out bethsanders.ca. Until next time, build with care. Let's aim to be conscious of how we make these places we call home.